My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following hot seat session, community member Joshua Brecht is trying to improve his sleep habits and routines. He already understands the importance of getting good, high-quality sleep and how mastering this one healthy habit is going to improve every other aspect of his life. So in today's conversation, you're going to hear us talk about practical ways that he can improve his sleep and also learn about a few tech gadgets that can help him along the way. If you find these sessions valuable, we're gonna be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are gonna be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you're going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Joshua Brecht, made possible today by our amazing sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven, who are going to be featured just a bit later in today's episode. And as a quick reminder, to subscribe so you don't miss the next interview just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. What is today's Hot Seat topic? Sleep. Sleep. I want to optimize my sleep. So yeah, that that's the next step. That's I'm I'm, I'm building a kind of like a, 
a mastery build of different uh of different categories and one of them is sleep and i want to make sure that i'm not optimizing my sleep so my so i have a fitbit and it kind of gives you a sleep score and you know i can sleep six hours i can sleep eight hours i can sleep 10 hours but i'm always going to get like an 80 82 because i know it really just focuses on your deep sleep and something that i'm already doing is uh, I don't read. I don't use any electronics an hour before before I sleep. I always read a pa- I have paper copies next to my bed, so I always read paper uh, before I sleep. So that's the first thing that I do. I uh, I drink enough water. My nutrition I, I believe is great. Obviously, my exercise is great. Uh, I get up early. I get up really early, so by the time I go to bed, it's uh, I'm usually pretty pretty tired. So all those things are going really well. I do have some challenges where if I sleep with my arm like this, I'll actually wake up with pain in my joints. I've noticed that. I can't necessarily always sleep on my back, but I try to, to try to help that process. Um, I do sleep on a, on a foam, foam mattress, so, uh, you know, on, on one of those mattresses. So that's one thing that I do. And I have a really, you know, expensive foam pillow that's pretty comfortable. So I'm just trying to figure out, I take uh, almond butter before I go to bed so I help to balance my blood sugar. So I'm doing all these things. Uh, I just need to know what I'm missing. And, you know, through your research and process, what have you found that can really help optimize this? Because I need to really maximize my day. And I also want to benefit my recovery time at night with more deep sleep time. There you go. First of all, it sounds like you should be coaching me on sleep right now. Like, good Lord. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, I mean, yeah, I've, uh, you and I love going down rabbit holes. Uh, so this is definitely yeah. one that yeah, I've looked into it. extensively because sleep is my eternal one thing. If I don't get sleep in place, I'm just a train wreck. And for years, yes. I didn't really understand what, what that was all about. But since doing genetic testing in the last few years, it just confirms that what, what ultimately happens during sleep, and I'm not, not going to go too deep into all the genetics and everything else, mm-hmm. but in general, sleep is the detoxification process for your brain. The best analogy that I've ever heard is that basically sleep is like the dishwasher for your brain. Your brain is full of all these toxins, all the dirty dishes, all the crud, all the crap from the day. From the stress that you're living through, from the air that we're breathing, from the crap that we're eating, drinking, right? Even if you're as, uh, as immaculate as you think you are in today's environment, unless you're living in the mountains, there are toxins coming into our body and we're creating toxins through stress, even if it's good stress. So you exercising six days a week, especially doing Tony Horton level high intensity training, that's a tremendous amount of stress. I'm not saying it's bad, but it still is going to spike cortisol. And sleep is all about detoxifying your brain, and that's when your body recovers. What I discovered about myself is that I'm really, really bad at the detoxification and the rebuilding process. So all the genetic markers and genetic codes that just allow you to naturally detoxify and wake up rested, I have none of them. So I wake up, even if I've had seven or eight hours, if I don't take the proper steps, I just I feel like I got done with a 12-round prize fight every morning. It is so frustrating. That's just genetically the way that I'm wired. So I've had to find all of these countermeasures to get me to the point where I can wake up and even be functional at 8 a.m. on a coaching call. And Debbie will tell you there are sometimes I show up early on these calls and I'm not functional and it takes me a while to warm up. But knowing all the things that you've already done and knowing how much you just love to dive into the stuff and the data and just really getting into the nuance, 
This isn't something I would recommend to most people because I would want to start more basic, but you're not at the basic level. You're at the, I want to really optimize every nuance, correct? Yeah. I think the first place you need to start is a more clear awareness of the quality of your sleep. This is similar to the conversation um, that we had about diet and focus, remember? Mm -hmm. Where you're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what, what do I need to eat? And I said, the first level is you need to be more aware of the effects of food on your creativity and your focus. Because for you, it's not just, I mean, obviously you want to lose weight and you want to get trim and you want to look good, but that wasn't the ultimate goal for you. The goal for you with nutrition was how is it affecting my focus, my creativity, and my ability to just get things done, right? Yeah. And I think sleep is very similar for you. And I think the Fitbit is probably not doing it. The Fitbit sleep tracker, if, if you're somebody that's really not into this stuff at all and you're like, oh, cool, my Fitbit says I did this last night, like, that's great. You're beyond that. You've graduated to a deeper level. You need to get one of these. You need an aura ring. A what? An aura ring? You, I'm surprised you don't know about this. With all the stuff that you follow, I'm shocked that you don't know about this. You're not aware of the aura ring? Mm-mm. All right, you need an aura ring. So this is essentially a medical-grade heart rate monitor that I'm wearing to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's doing all the things that a Fitbit does, but 10 times better. But it's also measuring your body temperature it's measuring your respiratory rate, and it's also measuring your HRV. Are you familiar with heart rate variability? Yes. So I have a, an entire podcast on heart rate variability, and again, uh, Debbie can uh, send a link Debbie. in the chat. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. It's, it's an episode I did very early in the Fitness and Post days that I've since rebranded under Optimize. But heart rate variability, I'm just going to go into this for like 30 seconds because I don't want to go into mm-hmm. the weeds. But your heart rate, if you think, let's, let's use a simple number. Let's say that your heart beats 60 times per minute. The assumption is my heart is going to beat one time per second, but it doesn't. There's a variability in there, and the amount of variability gives you a better idea of how well you are recovered and how optimally you're functioning. So what's surprising to me is that just because I feel like everything is all about patterns and rhythms and consistency, I assumed the closer it was to being on the exact beat, the healthier you were, and it's the opposite. So the higher your variability between heartbeats, the healthier your heart is, and the healthier your brain is, and the more you've recovered. So the most important number for me when I wake up in the morning is what is my HRV? If that number is low, it doesn't matter how much I want to just check off the X on a workout, I either go back to sleep or I do yoga or I take a walk because I know that my body isn't ready to accept that level of stress. So you're going to have HRV, you're going to have body temperature. It's going to tell you about your body temperature fluctuations. It's going to tell you what is your resting heart rate. And that, again, is a very accurate uh, measurement of how well you recovered and how well you slept. So an example would be before the pandemic, at least one evening a week, Late at night, which late at night for me is like seven, eight, nine o'clock, I was doing a really intense parkour exercise. I would go to a parkour gym and bounce around the walls for two hours and swing on bars just because from a scheduling perspective, that's all I could do. And because of that, I would wake up the next morning and the, it gives you like paragraphs worth of information. It would say, it looks like you did really intense exercise last night later than you should have. Therefore, your resting heart rate was very late in the evening. And that is why you didn't get deep sleep. So right now you're kind of sort of guessing. Well, Fitbit said I'm in the seven years of the 80s. So I guess I did all right. But the aura ring will say, we, we suspect that you had a heavy meal late into the evening And that raised your body temperature and kept your heart rate up later into the evening. That's why you didn't get deep sleep until 4.30. 
So it's not 100% perfect, but it's pretty crazy accurate. So I think once you have that level of detail, it's going to help you dive deeper into the nuances of what is and what is not working. But intuitively, to you right now, what do you feel needs to be improved? My, my recovery time. A uh, couple things. My, my recovery time and my joint pain. So, mm-hmm. my, so the way I feel in the morning is I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And you talked about genetic testing, and I still got to dive into that. But um, I just, I've always loved the mornings. I've always gotten up early. I'm, I'm very much a morning person. So I love getting in the morning. I love going to work out right away. That, that's kind of like my sweet spot. I love that. So I don't necessarily feel, my thing is the joint pain. So like making sure I'm sleeping correctly and making sure that I'm recovering. So my, those are my two, how do I wake up without any pain? And how do I make sure that I'm getting the recovery that I need? Because when I work out, I really, you know, I really smash my body. So does it surprise you if when you work out, you really smash your body and you're doing it like 18 days a week that you're waking up and you still have joint pain and you're sore and you don't feel like you're fully recovered? <laughs> Is that shocking to you? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I know you. You're, then... we, we, we all have access to the accountability channel. So we, we know how crazy you're going right now. We see it. So what I'm wondering because of, because of the session, by the way, because once once we oh, figured that out, oh, it's all my out, fault. I see it's all my it's all fault. your fault because I once you figured out that stats with my driving force, I, I am just like I'm, I'm looking at every stat now, and same thing with the nutrition. Like the nutrition, I'm actually using myself as we used to talk about a long time ago about the energy, like monitoring the energy. So I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, all right, I'm I'm noticing right now, I'm writing it down and whatnot. And then I'm, I'm adjusting. And then the next day I do better. So I'm like, okay, well now I'm actually lasting till three and I'm lasting till four. So just want to just throw that as a way, as, as a, you know, that it is your fault. <laughs> oh, I know. It's totally my fault. Um, I, I'm, I'm aware of the horrible influence that I've had on you. My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, This is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately, or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing. I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, 
we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. What, what I want you to think about, and boy, is this the pot calling the kettle black right now. And I'm sure the Debbie would agree. Right now, you are all yang energy, and I'm not getting a whole lot of yin from you. Do you know the difference between yin and yang? I know the idea of it. Uh, the idea okay. of it. But do you, can you identify yeah. what each of them is? No. So yang energy is high intensity. I'm doing Tony Horton today. I'm doing Tony Horton tomorrow. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's just like, oh, like everything I've got, I'm going to crush it. Right? That's me in a nutshell. That's, I'm, yeah. that's what I do. That's what I'm really, really good at. You can't have yang with no yin. Yin is meditation. Yin is slow right. walks. Yin is yoga. Yeah. Yin is also, you know what? I don't think I should work out today. I think I should rest. That's really hard for people like us because we feel like failures. Well, I'm supposed to do this six days a week. That's what it says on the calendar. So I must be weak or broken or there must be something wrong with me if I can't stick with this consistently. But as you become more attuned to what your body actually needs and you become more mindful of that, sometimes you realize I'm supposed to do the 60 minute workout today because the calendar told me to. Nope, I'm not doing it because my body says today's the day for rest. And emotionally, that's a difficult thing for people like us. Yeah. The and, reason and that I happened. come back to the aura ring is the aura ring is gonna give you the data to verify mm -hmm. your intuition. Okay, that that's what happened during the um, during the plank challenge was I was finding out as we getting further and further I wanted to push myself and I'm like I can do anything I can I can do anything I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this but I noticed my body was not reacting well to it mm -hmm. um, so and I noticed sometimes when I wake up sometimes on a specific day especially when I'm into a workout I'll notice especially back here so I still have some challenges here with the foam roller has been helping but I know as soon as this starts to get a little uh, uncomfortable, not in a pain, not in a workout way, but like in a way that I might hurt myself. I, I'll, I'll know my body. I'm listening to my body much better now, but I like, I like that. I like how that, that will help it kind of verify that. So how yeah, does that I, help verify that? Um, because like I said, you're going to wake up in the morning and the first thing that you're going to see, hopefully it's not going to be Facebook. Hopefully it's going to be the aura ring, but I've just gotten into the habit that as soon as um, I have my phone and I don't have my phone in my room. So it's like 20 or 30 minutes after I wake up, look at the phone, open up the aura ring app. And it, what I've gotten into the habit of doing is it's almost like a guessing game. So I know, like I'll wake up and I'm like, oh yeah, like my deep sleep was crap last night. Yup. My deep sleep was crap. Or I feel good. I think my readiness score is going to be high. Yep. I nailed it. So what I'm trying to do is start with my intuition and then I let the data verify it. What I don't want to do is rely on the tech. So it's kind of a combination of thinking about it as being more mindful, 
But at the same time, being a little bit more modern about connecting these two and saying, here's my intuition. This is what I think happened last night. This is how I think I feel. Does the tech back this up? Every once in a while, they're not in alignment. There have been some times I've woken up and I'm like, man, I feel good. I'm ready to crush it. And my readiness score is like a 50. It's like, you need to take it slow today. Usually I'll listen. Sometimes I won't. The flip side will happen where I'll say, oh, God, I'm just so tired. I don't feel like it today. Your readiness score is 90. Crush it. I'm like, fine. All right, I'll do the workout. And then I do and I feel amazing. So it, it, it helps kind of balance both. Don't rely on it, but use it as a way to enhance and augment your ability to be more mindful. But I think for you right now, it's number one, having a little bit more verifiable data because I know you love data. Most people I wouldn't recommend this to because number one, it's money. But number two, it's also kind of high maintenance and it's very overwhelming. But I know that you love the data and the data drives and motivates you. So I think it's going to be a really good fit for Hmm? What do you mean by high maintenance? For some people, just looking at the app and seeing all the different categories and numbers is like gibberish. So there's a learning curve. Like you actually have to dedicate time to learn what these things mean. But I mean, it's just, that's my hobby. I just love this stuff. So for me, there is no learning curve. If I gave somebody the, the Aura app, they'd be like, oh my God, I don't know what any of this is. It's totally overwhelming. I'm gonna have to spend hours and hours learning how this works. Whereas Fitbit is made for the masses. Oh good, I got my my 80 score for my sleep. That's great for most people. It's not great for people like us. The other thing I would- Water resistant too, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've worn this thing in the shower many times. I've swam with it. Like it's it's not really water resistant. It's waterproof. I've never had an issue with it. The only problem I had is I think about two years into it, um, the battery started to to drain really really quickly. I sent them an email. I had a new one in like three days. Really wow. good customer service. And by the way, probably not a shock. I have an entire podcast about this technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna so. I'm gonna. I already bought Everybody's it, so. like, really? He's got a podcast. Shocker. I also, by the way, have an entire podcast about the process of uh, genetic testing and DNA testing. Yeah, I need so to. So Debbie's just like, oh my God, slow down. Got like 90 podcasts to listen to today. Yes. Just so just, just listen to half my library and that should cover today's that, session. That should cover today's session. Exactly. All right, perfect, perfect. So, that, so I would start mm-hmm. there. The other thing that I would add very, very quickly is if specifically this is about recovery and joint pain, I would yeah. add a foam rolling or light stretching session right before bed. Because number one, it's going to help you get deeper sleep. And number two, it's going to relax your muscles so they feel better when you wake up. That's just standard for me. I'm on the foam roller and stretching at least 15 to 30 minutes before I go to bed every night. Okay, and that's, I'm glad you mentioned that because when I do the rest and recovery, the P90 rest and recovery, it almost seems like they're not really like I don't even think like Tony. Tony's kind of like bouncing off of what everybody else is doing. I didn't really find it as informative because you're talking about the X2 rest and recovery, right? Yeah, 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 no, that, yeah. that's too in, that's way too intense for nighttime. Yeah, you need so to I'm just shut the lights off, it. get on a yoga mat, roll on a foam roller, put it in a few trouble spots, do some really light okay. stretches, like anything that uh, that's going to get you lying down and get you in an inversion. Like one of the things that I'll do if I'm exhausted, I'll just lay against the wall with my legs up against the wall for five minutes. That will knock you out. That is so mm-hmm. relaxing. So inversions, shoulder stands, plow, twists, just really simple things to kind of wring out the tension. Usually what happens is I can't even make it 15 minutes into my session. I fall asleep on the mat and then I'm like, oh, and then I don't even remember my head hitting the pillow. It's like magic. Hmm. And you don't do for nighttime, 
don't use the, uh, the Rumble Roller, just use a regular roller, or do you still it use just, the Rumble It depends roller? on what I need to dig into. I try not to just because that's more intense, but sometimes I will. Okay. And then you would also mention, so we talked about this before, so does any of the genetic testing assist with identifying any sleep issues? Yes. Like I said, it, it identified a lot of the areas where I found out that I, without getting too deep into the, the science, but mm-hmm. glutathione is uh, one of the precursors that if you don't process glutathione properly, you don't detoxify at night. And all of the genetic, they're called SNPs. Um, I can't remember the exact name, but it's in the podcast about the DNA testing. Um, it basically says that I don't create enough glutathione to detoxify. So I just know genetically my sleep sucks. It just does. So it's not, it's not my imagination that I'm not a morning person. It's not my imagination that I feel like crap. Genetically, I don't detoxify the way that most other people do. So I have to get more sleep and I have to be more conscious of my sleep routine. But one of the best ways for me to get deeper sleep is to just relax and do the, the foam rolling and the, the really simple stuff before bed. So that in combination with the data you get from the Aura Ring, I think could be significant uh, improvements for you. So we have the Aura Ring podcast, the DNA testing podcast. Uh, the, oh, one more that you had mentioned that I listened to. Uh, uh, heart rate variability. Heart rate variability. I listen to that podcast. So 21 is heart rate variability and 56 is the aura ring. And can you look up uh, Dr. Ben Lynch? That's going to be the, the genetic testing one. Ben Lynch. And, and that talked about the fit test. As well, is that mentioned? Uh, no, his his is more uh, going to be about the the genetic testing to learn about all the the things that we've talked about here and more. Okay, so that'll help with. So that's forty two. Episode forty two is Ben Lynch. Forty two, twenty one, forty two, fifty six. Okay. So just get all that done by the end of the day, preferably yeah. by lunch. I already bought. I already bought. I already bought the oil ring. Um, <laughs> I got the heritage. The heritage. You stuff. bought the oil ring during our call. Yeah, made of next level, dude. That is so next level. Oh my God. Nice. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend, Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with ErgoDriven co-founder and CEO, Kit Perkins, talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I've been to health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. 
Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high-quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash newstandard and use the code OPTIMIZE for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash New Standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.